Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's Gospel has us continuing through St. Matthew chapter 5, which is the Sermon on the Mount, God's loving plan for us to be happy. Last weekend, we started it off with the Beatitudes, and we continue through this great sermon that our Lord Jesus Christ gives to us so that we may indeed know what it means to be happy, what it corresponds to us being created as a body and soul composite in this world. And with the gospel we just heard, we heard, of course, about being the salt of the earth and to not lose that flavor, to be a light to the world and to have that light shine before others. Scripture is a magnificent text in which we can take many things from it, but one of, the, one of the reasons, one of the great depths that we can take away from this text that apply, we can apply it to our lives is that it's just talking about corporal works of mercy, acts of charity. This is what it means to have that salt, that flavor, and to keep producing more of that salt, that flavor, for us to have this light and to spread that light around us. Because of our love for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the most sacred trinity, God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it compels us that we want to help our fellow man. This is actually emphasized from our first reading from the prophet Isaiah. Just listen to the opening words. Share your bread with the hungry, shelter the oppressed and the homeless, clothe the naked when you see them, and do not turn your back on your own. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn. And what's amazing is this, if you caught it in the same text from our first reading, we get a response, a reward, if you will, even, when we do carry out these corporal works of mercy, these acts of charity. The text says, Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. Think of the human nature of our Lord Jesus Christ, it's kind of easier to visualize it, in which when we show forth our love to those who are poor, to those who are needy through our acts of mercy, acts of charity, for our corporal works of mercy, then indeed the human nature of Jesus Christ is like, hey, this person is definitely showing love. As much as I've always listened to their prayers, I am now more attentive to their prayers because of the love that they have shown to those who were and are in need. This is part of God's plan of happiness for us. And now to tie it in with something that's coming up relatively soon, the season of Lent. Now everyone I know in the pew is going, yes, it's around the corner, I'm ready. And to a certain degree, we should. I know we have a little bit of begrudging, like, oh, great, got to do a little something for Lent. Yes, that's kind of normal with our fallen nature. But at the same time, look at it as something positive, something in which it's like, okay, this whole season of Lent is focused on me to draw into a more intimate relationship with God. That is the point of Lent. So we dive into his passion, his death, and of course, we end with Easter Sunday with his glorious resurrection. But tying it to this weekend's gospel text, we have during Lent three things we always focus on. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. The last one, almsgiving. That's where we can connect it to today's gospel, being the salt of the earth, the light of the world, in which we focus on how can we help our fellow man, the poor and the needy, with something, of course, from our home that, particularly if we're not using it anymore, something new that we can buy for them, 
writing checks to, just chari to charities that could really use the money to help to feed the poor. This is the time to really focus on it because it's only two and a half weeks away, the beginning of Lent. It's only two and a half weeks away. So us to just think in our head, what am I going to do this Lent in the realm of almsgiving? So that I am indeed not losing my flavor. As our Lord says in the, his analogy with salt, that indeed my light is not something I'm keeping kind of steady, but I'm trying my best because of my love for God. And because of God, I'm trying to have it grow more and more brighter, shining before everyone around me. Here's a particular line, though, this is really interesting, from the gospel text when it comes to our corporal works of mercy, our acts of charity. It's the concluding line. Just so, your light must shine before others. Those acts of charity must shine before others. So what's interesting is this. God is saying, as a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ, we have to be charitable to the poor and the needy. It's not an option. It's something that we are required to do as a faithful disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ. Granted, yes, this depends, of course, what we have and don't have, what kind of money we make or don't make, how much we are able to give or not. That, of course, definitely comes into play. But nonetheless, as a faithful disciple of God, we are required to be charitable to those in need around us. Wrapping it all up, this is part of God's Sermon on the Mount. This is part of Him telling us, hey, you want to be happy? Here it is. I'm explaining it to you right now. It requires sacrifice, a sacrifice in this life, but it also makes you then happy in this life, which in turn gears your happiness towards eternal life, helping you little by little to help you on your own path of salvation, of making it to heaven. So my friends, to conclude, the salt of the earth, the light of the world, those are your acts of love, your works of charity, your corporal works of mercy. Two and a half weeks away, we have Lent. What can we do to indeed magnify this more as a more important and central part of our lives to fulfill this loving requirement that God has given us as part of his plan for us to be happy? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.